0: From B Media Production, this is Business Essentials, practical advice and ideas to grow your business.
1: Welcome to this episode of Business Essentials Podcast. I'm Peter Letts. If you're in sales, you're on the clock. Time is money. There are targets to hit and bonuses to be made. But rushing for the numbers doesn't always mean you're going to seal the deal. Sales coach and trainer Rachel Burke at SalesSpace advocates for a less frantic, more considered approach. So SalesSpace has developed the ultimate sales meeting preparation pack, a how-to guide to show up and then nail the sale. Rachel takes Nicole Goodman through the four stages of the preparation pack in a moment. First, what's the biggest mistake a salesperson can make?
2: Well, when it comes to sales, I think the biggest mistake a salesperson can make is not being prepared for their sales conversations. Research shows that for a business to be successful and to continue to grow, then your ability to sell is actually more important than your ability to perform your core skill. The biggest mistake is to not master the skill of selling. So many people don't think about how to be masterful at selling. They've got to think that they've spent so many years mastering their craft, but if they want to be actually committed to succeeding in their business as well, they need to also commit to spending the necessary time to master the art of sales. Now, you promote a checklist for
0: salespeople or business owners to tick off before they go into a meeting. Could you walk us through the checklist, starting with client research?
2: Yes, absolutely. First and foremost, we need to research our clients in order to understand our products from their perspective. Rather than just offering them a cookie cutter, catch all sales pitch, we need to ensure we research them first to identify their pain points and to know more about their company to ensure that we can help them with our own product or service. So the types of research we need to consider are their frustrations, their objections, options that they've already been delivered through competitor offers, etc., their history and the direction in which they're heading in their company. And the second part of the
0: checklist is personal preparation. What do you mean by this?
2: Well, it's best to adjust your personal conduct to your audience and make sure you're tailoring your mindset, appearance and language to fit the expectations of the client you're working with and the environment you are in. So you should be considering your mindset, your appearance and your language. For instance, if you are having a meeting with a highly professional team, then you have to adjust your appearance and your language for those. So casual slang will absolutely not suit that type of conversation. But if it is a really laid back client that you're meeting with, then you adjust your appearance for that and you adjust your language as well. So if they speak in a very laid back way and use a lot of slang, then you're able to do that as well. But you need to ensure that whoever you're speaking with, you have tailored yourself to ensure that they feel at ease in your presence, but also important.
0: And the third part is sales system. Can you expand on this a little bit
2: more? When you walk into a sales meeting, If you don't have a structure that you follow, then you are going to feel like you are winging it. So... Clients often say to us, I feel like sometimes I just flow and the conversation flows and it all comes out correctly. Other times I feel like I'm just chasing my tail and nothing comes out correctly. A sales system or a sales structure or even a sales framework, whichever way you'd like to think about it, allows you to operate in a way where you know exactly what you will say first, you know all the questions you will ask and you'll know how you will close your conversations so that you feel in control, you feel confident and you can speak with conviction. So that's what you should be aiming for to have a sales system in your business because there is a cost to winging it. And
0: finally, you have a checklist for credibility. Now, how do you
2: establish credibility in this scenario? People crave a reason to listen. They want you to be credible. And if you give them no reason to take you seriously or to listen to you, then they will switch off. The human brain is highly judgmental. So from a credibility point of view, we need to consider our reputation, the collateral that we use, our business cards, our brochures, the sales presentation that we deliver, and also the level of congruency that we have. So what I mean by that is whoever you seem in person is the same as what you are on paper or online. So there's congruency across the business as a whole as well.
0: And what else must a salesperson have
2: in mind when meeting a client? They also need to think about proof. Proof and credibility go hand in hand. So a client is not only craving a reason to listen, but they're also craving proof. So the higher the risk the higher the proof. Um, There might be quite a bit of money involved. There might be quite a bit of time involved. There might be a lot of reputation on, on the line. Then you need to be able to prove to them that the risk can be greatly diminished. And the way to do that is through claims, through awards. If you have won any, make sure you're upfront and people know about them, through testimonials by delivering really good case studies that are nice and succinct, but they allow people to understand what you've done for other businesses or clients just like them by supplying research to people so that they don't have to go and do a lot of research for themselves. You can actually summarize research for them that is credible and helpful. And also, if you are cited by other experts, that gives an enormous amount of positioning for you and also adds proof to your business and helps clients to make the decision to move forward and buy from you. And Rachel, what are some of the common worries in a client's mind? I think the thing is all clients are thinking, is this just a show? Are you just a showy salesperson? And even if you're not a showy salesperson, even if you're just incredibly professional and you walk them through a beautifully designed sales system that shows what you can do and really highlights your area and specialities. still every person is thinking, can I trust you? Are these empty promises? Will you fulfill my expectations and help me consistently move forward? Everybody is scared of the time and money situation. They will be thinking to themselves, I don't have the time or the money to get this wrong. And then the next thing that goes through their mind is, Have I done enough research or due diligence? So there's so much going on in the minds of clients when they're choosing to buy from somebody. We are being judged at all times, especially in our initial sales conversations. The way we conduct our sales meetings, our preparation, the language that we use, our personal presentation, even the energy that we bring is all cementing a prospect's view of us not many will ever give you a second chance to make a perfect first impression.
1: Rachel Burke, Sales Space. And that ends Business Essentials Podcast. So you don't miss out on future episodes, why not subscribe? And if you found this valuable, we'd love you to leave a review. For further information about us, or if you'd like to listen to more interviews like this one, visit businessessentials.com.au. We hope you've enjoyed Business Essentials Podcast. I'm Peter Leds, Thanks for listening.
0: This Business Essentials podcast has been produced by B-Media Production. Building engagement and adding value through quality audio communication.